Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast, where we work on bridging the gap between where we are and where we want to be in order to live a bigger and bolder life. In this podcast, we will provide inspiration, tips, and skills you need to make your life the adventure you want it to be. Here's your host, mindset mentor and life coach, Trista Gurton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to talk a little bit about self-discipline and motivation. And I know that this is something that we talk about quite commonly when we aren't feeling disciplined and we aren't feeling motivated. And I'm sure in some capacity or another, you've said you just don't have enough discipline and you're just not feeling motivated to sit down and do whatever it is that you need to do to achieve your goals, to get your work done, and to create amazing results in your life. I know that we tend to think that this is something that's missing from ourselves and that if only we had more, like we don't have the ability within ourselves to create it or to generate it. And we'll talk about it like it's missing. And if only it would appear, then everything would be so different for ourselves and with ourselves. In actual fact, it's not like being struck by lightning and suddenly we're touched with all this divine discipline and motivation. It is actually something that we need to create for ourselves. And Although at times we will experience having more motivation and being more disciplined, we see this commonly January 1st when everybody sets their New Year's resolutions and you start off for the first couple of weeks, you're excited, you're motivated, you're ready, you're doing all the things you want to do, right? You're going to the gym, you're going for that run, you're writing that book, whatever it is. And then after a while, it becomes a little bit harder, a little less fun, not as exciting, and maybe it's even boring, right? You're stuck in the day-to-day grind of just doing the work. And it might be taking a while to get results. You might have a long road ahead. Whatever it is, you're feeling like, oh, it's not as much fun as you thought it would be. And it's probably a lot harder. And at this point, our brain especially likes to offer us messages that, you know, it's easier not to do it. There are so many other interesting things we could be doing or easier things like staying in bed or lying on the couch and watching Netflix. Our primitive brain, the primitive part of our brain definitely likes to conserve energy and it will offer us messages and ideas that instead of getting up and going to the gym, going for a run, putting our shoes on, getting out there or sitting down and trying to expend the energy to do something creative, like write a book, it's easier not to do it, right? Our brain 
evolved to keep us safe, to seek pleasure, to avoid pain, and to conserve energy. Now, back when we were living in a cave, this worked out really well for us because we had to satisfy the most basic needs as finding food, finding water, finding shelter, keeping warm. Now, we don't have as many demands for our survival as we used to. But our brain hasn't kept up with that. It still thinks its primary job is to keep us safe. Today, most of the threats may be emotional, but there also may be some physical exertion and things that it wants to keep us safe from. And so it will offer you the idea that instead of getting up at 6 a.m. to put on your shoes and go to the gym, it's more comfortable and easier to stay in bed. Or when it's 4 p.m. and you decided that you wanted to sit down and write a chapter for your book, your brain will say, no, it's a nice day. We should go for a walk. And as soon as you entertain and start negotiating and then give in to your brain, you get a hit of dopamine. And your brain is rewarded. So it knows that it can repeat that cycle again the next day or later on that day, and it will get another hip, hit of dopamine. It'll feel good. It'll be happy. All is well. Now, discipline is defined as our ability to overcome our base desires, right? So instead of sitting around, laying on the couch, watching Netflix, eating whatever it is, sleeping in. Embodying discipline and developing that skill will be the key to your freedom and success. And so part of what we need to do is set up a schedule for ourselves, make a plan, and use the rational part of our brain, the prefrontal cortex, which allows us to think about what we're thinking about, to plan ahead, to be rational, and to use that part in order to plan ahead of time to what we want to accomplish and how. And you want to set very clear expectations and honor those commitments. And this is a part of having discipline, and developing self-control. And the more you do it, the better you will become at it. Right? And deciding ahead of time is really important because you don't want to leave the decision at the time or for the time that you need to take action. If you've decided ahead of time, at 6 a.m., you're going to get up and put on your shoes and go to the gym no matter what. That's what you do. You honor your word to yourself. You honor your commitment. If you are leaving it until later in the day, say you're going to decide after work whether you're going to go to the gym or not, probably you're not going to. And you're definitely not going to feel like doing it, right? You are going to be tired. You're going to have less willpower. You're going to have less mental energy to expend, less physical energy to expend. 
And so you're probably not going to do what you want to do. So deciding ahead of time saves you from having to negotiate and having to expend the energy of whether you're going to decide or not to go and to just do it. Our brains will act like small children. And we will also have to act like the adult in the relationship. You might hear your brain offering you excuses, offering you alternatives. It may tell you that you can't do it, that you're not good enough, that you're too tired, but you don't have to believe it. And your ability to override this part of our primitive brain and to go for what we want, embrace the discomfort, is how you will achieve results. I also find it really helpful to be really clear about what you will and won't do in advance, especially when you're setting out to achieve a goal. Sometimes it's helpful to have rules that you don't need to think about. And again, this is something that will help you to avoid negotiating with your brain and expending energy in making decisions. So for instance, I don't drink juice. I do not drink any soda or pop ever. So I don't have to decide. I just don't do it. If I see it, I don't have to decide whether I'm going to have it or not. I just don't. I don't smoke. I never have to make the decision as to whether I'm going to smoke or not. If I'm going to go for a run, I'm going to do a minimum of two miles every time. I don't have to negotiate that with myself. I don't have to decide that. Minimum of two miles, that's it. It's done. So it's very helpful for me not to have to expend any energy to make these decisions. I know that if I put my shoes on to go for a run, at the very least, I'm going to do two miles. I'm going to be happy with my achievement, and that's it. It's also excellent to limit your options, right? Make these decisions ahead of time. Honor your commitment to yourself. You have to know and be aware that most likely you're not going to feel like doing whatever it is you've decided to do at the time. I know for myself that when I've decided I'm going to go for a run in the morning and when it comes time to get dressed, put on my shoes and go, I don't feel like it. My brain really does offer me every excuse in the book. It's great to be aware of this. It's great to know that this is what my brain is going to offer me. It did really take me a while to cotton on to this and to understand what it was doing. And now I can just be aware of it, observe it, say thank you, and I'm going anyway. And the more often you can do this, the better you will become at it. But it does, at least for me, it took me a while to realize that this is what my brain was offering me every single time. It's just what it does. And I don't have to listen to it. I can keep going. I can do what I want. So again, honoring your commitment to yourself. Think of it as a commitment that you've made to anyone else in your life that's important and that you wouldn't break. If you had made a commitment to your best friend or your mother or your sister or whomever, your boss, 
Treat it the same way that you would to any of them. Don't negotiate to your options. Don't give in. Just be aware of what your brain is offering and do it anyway. The more you do this, the more you honor your plans, the more you keep your word to yourself, the easier it will become. It's like building muscle. The more you do it, the stronger you will become. And this is also a great way to improve your relationship with yourself, right? You will have more self-trust. You will know that you will keep your word to yourself and you will be more confident when you go to set goals for yourself because you know you have a greater chance of following through. Motivation and self-discipline are something that we can generate for ourselves. You can't wait to feel more motivated or to have more discipline. These are things that we have to consciously go after and create for ourselves. And the better we become at doing that, the better we will become at reaching our goals. So plan ahead. Don't negotiate with your brain. Honor your commitment and keep going. Build that discipline, build that willpower, and create those results that you want. If you have to, you can start small. Commit to five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, build up. But know that you can just create the habit of doing what you said you were going to do. Make it easy and make it fun for yourself. Put out your clothes and your shoes the night before if you're going to go to the gym. Set up your workspace so that you have something nice to sit at and to work while you write your book or create your project. Setting up a little ritual for yourself to get you into the mood and to start alerting your brain that this is the time you're going to go for a run, do yoga, practice yoga, meditate, or write, whatever it is, can be really helpful. So you might want to turn on some music, light some candles, make yourself a cup of tea. For me, in terms of my running, I have a playlist that I create, and I listen to the same order of songs, typically for the first two or three songs. And so that I know when I hear those songs, I am going to get ready to go for a run and I'm going to start and it helps me to get into the mood. And so you can recreate something like this for yourself, any type of music that you like, depending on the activity, you might want something softer and more soothing or something more upbeat, but getting into the habit of playing those songs will start to alert your brain that this is what you're supposed to be doing at this time. Be creative, have some fun with it. You might come up with different rituals that will mean more to you than others, but whatever it is, it will help you to get into the mood of doing the tasks that you wanted to do. It really is up to you to create your own discipline and motivation. It might sound hard. It might sound a little tedious at first, but I promise you, like anything else, the more you practice, the more you do it, the better you will become at it. 
And you really will start to see that you can create the results that you want. You can reach those goals that you want when you start to plan ahead and honor your commitments to yourself. So that's what I have for you today. I thank you so much for joining me. I hope you found this useful. If you have any questions or any comments, please feel free to reach out to me at any time. I will be happy to respond to you personally. If you have a moment, please subscribe, rate, review in your podcast platform, whatever you use to listen to this podcast today. I would appreciate it. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Daring Adventure podcast with your host, Trista Gurton. We hope you enjoyed the tips and conversations on how to get excited about life again. As always, you can head to tristagurton.com for additional resources and to book a one-on-one coaching session. You can also follow Trista on Instagram at Trista B. Gurton. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.